Is the housing market about to crash? Let's find out, shall we? Whether you're at the beginning of your property journey, looking to enter the market, or a seasoned professional seeking new strategies and insights, this podcast is your one-stop resource for all things property investment. Welcome to the Property Investors Network podcast. Let's embark on this exciting journey together and make your property investment dreams a reality. Hello, my name is Mark Fitzgerald. It's great to have you joining me here. And a question I get asked a lot right here, right now is, is the housing market about to crash? Are we going to see it all collapsed. And of course, is it a good time to be getting into property? Let's try and put this one to rest. Now, I don't have a crystal ball. Okay, I wish I did. I wish I did. I'd be a multi, multi, multi millionaire if I had a crystal ball and I could see the future. But realistically, through experience and also looking at the sector and talking to a lot of the industry experts, Right here, right now, the market is flat. In some areas, it's going down. Some areas down south, like London, for argument's sake, where prices are very, very high. They are seeing drops. Are they seeing significant drops? Drops, And would you call it a crash? Personally, no. I just think over the last two years, when we came out of COVID, so if you say from 2020, the market and everything, the economy stood still, doesn't it? As we started to come out of those lockdowns, a lot of people had bounce back loans, a lot of people had money that they hadn't been spending, that they hadn't been distributing. And the property market got hit hard with a lot of people wanting to buy property. So we had a mini boom. We weren't expecting the boom. Did COVID cause the mini boom? Yes, in, in, in the sense that when people came out of lockdown and were thinking about moving, maybe had done their houses up during the lockdown periods, thinking about selling, thinking about moving, upgrading. If we go into another lockdown, we were trying to do things quickly and we had this market rise massively and people were fighting over buying properties. It was a seller's dream market and people were outbidding each other. House prices were going for silly prices as well. And we've had this for the last couple of years. Now, 2022, we had the utility prices, which were hitting everybody, hitting homeowners. We've had the cost of living. Everybody's been saying a recession. We've had inflation going through the roof. And of course, in 2000, end of 2022, beginning of 2023, we've had interest rates steadily on the rise for the last 14 months. Obviously, that's stopped now. So people are now wondering what's going to happen. Are we going to see a crash? So there's investors out there at the moment that are sat on a lot of money waiting for the market to crash. I'm going to go straight in now. I'm just waiting for it to go down. The market is now steady. You could say stagnant in some parts as well. Where I am, now I'm based up north, but uh, I travel around a lot. I speak to, as I say, a lot of different investors up and down the country. There's some fantastic deals to be had now for us investors. Right now, the market is, is, is really poised. For the savvy investor who's maybe got a few quid or maybe wants to get creative and use creative strategies, of course, as well. So what I will say to you is I don't foresee a property market crash. I think the 
the banks, the financial sector have been to a point clever in what they've been doing. Um, we have had to see interest rates going up. At the end of the day, if inflation keeps going the way it is and we do hit a recession, if we're at rock bottom on in interest rates, we can't go any lower. So we cannot actually put interest rates down to help us get out of any recession that we're having. But at the moment, interest rates are pretty much back to where they were pre-2007-2008. I bought a property in 2007 and my interest rate on that property was 5.5%. And I didn't batter an eyelid to buy that property. And of course, over the last 15, 16 odd years, we've had you know 1%, 2%, 3%. We've had a golden time that a lot of people have taken advantage of. And why not? Because we probably won't see that again, potentially in my lifetime anyway. So, Interest rates now being around 4 5% is something that we've got to get used to. Now, trying to get deals to stack in 2006, 2007, when I was doing it then or before that, house prices were lower. So the interest rate was up. Now, rents weren't quite as high either, but house prices weren't as expensive because obviously since 2008, where we sat around for, you know, probably about five years, 2013, 14, the market started to really start to take shape again. And of course, we've had it going up. We've had some high times. We haven't really had any crashes or anything. And of course, then we've had this mini boom after the lockdowns. And it's really put, you know, prices of houses outside of a lot of people's budgets in a lot of places. And of course, rents have risen, but not always in line with the house prices as well. So it's been difficult to stack deals. But does that mean that we're going to have a crash? No, I don't think it does. I think at the moment, the market needs to steady itself. It needs to level off. As I say, in some areas, it's going down. But will it crash? Will it go massively down? Will we, will we see, you know, where I am, will we see, you know, 40 to 50 to 60,000 pounds straight off the prices of a house? Oh, it depends how motivated the sellers are. And of course, we always want to look for the problem. We don't want to take advantage of anybody, but we always want to look for the property problem when we're looking to do our deals for our rental properties. Um, but no, I don't foresee a crash in 2024. I think 2024, we'll probably will see interest rates going up. I think, you know, 5 5.5, 6%, 6.5%, maybe it will level off about there. I think mortgage companies and banks might not necessarily always try and stay in line with that. They might try and keep things a bit steadier. I think the, the way things are going at the moment, it, it, it almost seems that that is inevitable. And then I think 2025, 2026, I think we'll see uh, interest rates coming down a bit and then pretty much staying where they are unless anything else major happens. Now, who foresaw a pandemic? I didn't. I certainly didn't foresee the COVID situation that we had, stay at home and all of that. Um, we have a lot of wars going on. Um, there's always some wars going on, but we, we just seem to have, you know, quite a few in countries where obviously, you know, oil and, and everything and, you know, a lot of the utility prices and stuff like that in the economy as a whole for us can be hit. And we have to take that in, into account that we do not know over the next few years. As I say, the crystal ball will be beautiful. But I don't foresee us having the big crash that we've had before. I, I, I expect... I'll never see the crash that we had in 2007, 2008. I'm in a position right here, right now, and, and a lot of investors are, that if we did, 
I would be able to go in there and help landlords who were potentially st struggling with, with those circumstances. Um, and we, we may see dips in prices. And as I say, it's more of a buyer's market now than it, um, than it was, a, you know, it's been a seller's market for the last couple of years. But yeah, no, I don't foresee a massive crash. I think that if you see a deal now and the numbers stack and the numbers are a good deal and you can get good cash flow, it's in a good area, you've got good rental demand, depending on the strategies that you want to do, listen, do the deal. Don't sit around on your hands and leave it another year, two years, five years, and then look back and think, do you know what? There was a bit of a golden age from 2023. You know, if, if we'd have known what we know now in 2007, 2008, we would have all gone out there and tried to get hold of as much property as possible. It was difficult then. Obviously, the banks weren't really lending out at those times because of what had just happened. But we would have found ways to do it, wouldn't we? But a lot of us were scared. A lot of people didn't do anything because, um, because it was just, you know, how far is it going to drop and everything? And yes, you might buy a property this year or next year, and then the price might go down and it might dip ever so slightly. But as long as you haven't got to sell it, and as long as you're not over leveraged, it'll be a good deal. And as long as it's cash flowing month on month, what you, uh, what you want and what you need and what, what you want for a good deal, then it's a deal to be done. So if the numbers stack, do those deals. If you want to get creative, you know, use purchase lease option strategy is amazing at this time right here, right now to babysit mortgages, to help landlords and to help investors that need it. Strategies like rent to rent, doing HMOs, service accommodation, great cash flowing strategies. Again, you can work with landlords, you can work with agents, you can work with people to help you with these. So realistically, I wouldn't worry about the market crashing. I would get out there as a savvy investor. Do not sit around and wait. This is a great time. Just be careful. Do your due diligence. Make sure you know what it is you should be doing, how you're going to do it, and how your numbers need to work for you. And if they work for you, do the deals. Don't sit around and wait. It's not going to crash. I, I don't foresee a crash. Famous last words, but if you do a deal in a good area, the numbers stack, the cash flow's right, and you don't have to sell it if the market does crash, it's a good deal. You only lose when you have to sell. So if you don't have to sell in a falling market, you're laughing. We always want to be doing deals for the long term, and that's the way I look at things. I want to keep hold of my portfolio. I want to keep hold of my properties long term. Maybe if they've doubled in price and in value in the next 10, 20 years, hey, I might sell them. Do you know what I mean? But right here, right now, I just look, am living off of the cash flow of my properties. Make sure that you're doing the same. And it doesn't really matter if the market dips or booms. You've got that cash flow coming through and you will be a savvy investor. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, then do feel free to like, subscribe, to share it. Make sure you keep following us here at the Property Investor Network. We are here to help and support you. Join our Facebook community. And if you need any other help, with your property investing, then please come and reach out to us and check out the website pinfurtherlearning.co.uk and we will be more than happy to help and support you on your property investing journey. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Property Investors Network podcast. Remember, investing in property is not just about numbers and profits, but also about building communities and creating a lasting impact. You can do this by checking out our website at pinfurtherlearning.co.uk.
And of course, look to book onto your local property investors networking event. We are here to help and support you every step of the way. And I look forward to you joining me very soon. Bye for now.